At the UN's climate change summit in Egypt, COP27, Pacific Island nations are expressing their disappointment with Australia's level of commitment towards action on climate change issues. As the second and final week of negotiations begin, climate activists are calling out the Australian government saying it cannot afford to spend more time counting its chickens before they hatch if it's to strengthen relationships with the Pacific and earn the right to co-host COP31 in 2026 with Pacific nations. Rachel Nath with the story. A failed promise and a slap on the face of vulnerable countries in the region is how the Pacific views Australia's commitment so far at COP27. Despite firm calls from the Pacific for a dedicated loss and damage finance facility to be established at COP27, the Australian government has thus far only supported the issue as an agenda item for discussion. Pacific Advisor and Greenpeace Australia Pacific Shiva Gounder says simply being better than its predecessors is far from enough for the Australian government to claim success at COP27. A youth-led grassroots movement working with communities to fight climate change in the Pacific has called out Australia after negotiations at COP27 for the harm the country inflicts on poorer nations by exporting fossil fuels. 350.org campaign specialist Joseph Sikulu says it is great the negotiations are gaining attention, but he wants to remind Australia of the harm it is still causing. It doesn't matter how much finance and how much we adapt. The best thing we can do at the moment to preserve our way of life on our islands is mitigate and to keep global warming to below 1.5 degrees. And what we know at the moment is in our region, Australia still isn't stepping up to where they need to be. We know that they have at least 29 new proposals for coal mines sat on their desk waiting for approval. We know that Australia is the biggest exporter of coal in the whole entire world. However, Australia wants the Pacific to know they are back after a decade of inaction. Australia's Minister for International Development in the Pacific, Pat Conroy, says Australia's main goal for week one was to let the world know Australia wants to be part of the global solution. What we intend on doing through the COP is driving momentum on implementation of the Glasgow Treaty. Importantly, that includes adaptation. It also includes climate finance, including loss and damage, looking at progressing that where it's appropriate. And thirdly, making sure that there is a laser-like focus on climate mitigation. We cannot lose sight of the 1.5 degree objective. 1.5 must stay alive. Australia is yet to make any financial contributions to loss and damage framework. So far, New Zealand, Ireland, Canada, Belgium, Austria and Germany have made financial commitments.